Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. Metta, this uh, word that is in the title of the retreat, is a, a Pali word, an old language um, that was spoken at the time of the Buddha. And uh, the, the meaning of it is uh, there's several translations to the word uh, unconditional love, friendliness, loving kindness, benevolence goodwill, wishing well, all this. Uh, so it's not a Buddhist quality, you know, it's, it's in the human heart, and it's part of the nature, of human nature, maybe way above human nature, but uh, it's definitely part of the Buddhist uh, psychology and practices. And... Um, there's several ways that it's... Uh, Taught, and um, so there's one way that I've I learned uh, one classic way. It doesn't come straight from the Buddha, but from maybe a, maybe a thousand or a thousand five hundred years after the Buddha, um, where um, it's very classic uh, a practice of metta, where one would think of somebody oneself, maybe an image, a think of felt sense of oneself or somebody else, a dear friend, a benefactor, or some, somebody, a friend. We think of somebody and uh, send them wish, wishes of well-being, or send ourselves wishes of well-being. And some of you have practiced this for years, maybe. And uh, it's done in a very um, organized way. So you think of a person, and uh, you choose a few sentences of well-wishing, and repeat them very uh, slowly and inwardly. So I would be sitting here and just think, uh, let's say I do it with myself. May I be happy. May, uh, may I be healthy. May I be safe. May I live with ease. Four phrases, very simple, and then I would repeat them again. May I be happy. Kind of let, let them linger for a little while. You know, just to see the echo be in the body or in space. You know, like just a, a, might be nothing, it's very simple, but just let it sink or impress or vanish. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. Some, something like this. So see how it resonates in you. Does it feel like <coughs> comforting, reassur reassuring, good use of the thinking mind? Huh? 
that's how it's presented also. Because I could sit here, let's say, oh, let's sit for 20 minutes. You know. Oh my God, next week. You know, how to use, how to not use the thinking mind so, so well. So if it's not directed for human beings, often it will spin in a, in a stressful, uh, afflictive direction, you know, either the past gone, the past horrible, the future will be horrible. How will be the future? You know, will there be a future? You know, <coughs> so in a way that uh, that's um, it's presented as a protective, uh, protective either technique or um, or more deeply a protective uh, attitude of the mind. Or, uh, protective, when I say protective, is for oneself, you know, uh, and for others. Because if there is benevolence in the mind, in the system, when we meet others or think of others, in a way we're protecting them. Right? So we, that's why we want to make that quality become... Uh, Available, it is in our lives, <coughs> in all of our lives, but sometimes it's uh, a little shaky. Huh? It comes when the conditions are right, but don't say the wrong thing, you know, because my benevolence <laughs> is going to flip into something else or collapse, you know, or become, you know, the landscape will become <coughs> what's the word, bare, barren, something like this, and there's not going to be this. Uh, quality present. And so in Buddhist psychology, it's, it's known to be always welcome, never not welcome. But what we're talking about here, we have to be careful because it's not, we're not talking about being nice. <coughs> it might take this form, but being nice also might be you know, self-denial, self-violence. Uh, you know, it could be many things, you know. And so... What we're talking about is is um, <coughs> something. Uh, it's it's not fake. It's not superficial. It's um, well. One of its qualities that I like about it is it's very real, very real. So it uh, it's not like oh it's all nice and le- let's be all nice. You know, it's not like this. It really is a way to take in reality, really reality as it is, uh, with all its complexity, and, and to keep caring. Although things are not happening as I want, or uh, although I'm not sure, or although whatever, you know. So that's uh, this quality we want to develop as a, um, yeah, has a lot of qualities in it. I actually perceive it or think of it as a, a doorway. I think of it as a doorway and a, and a practice. A doorway because it invites, it, uh, it, yeah, it invites, it uh, brings along many other qualities. So to be benevolent for oneself or <coughs> others or have a de- benevolent mind, sometimes it will reco- require courage. Sometimes patience, determination. Uh, sometimes this benevolence will become joy, rejoicing, because wishing well, if it goes well, then it will create the space for uh, joy. You know, like wow, 
I wish well and it's going well for this person or myself or in this environment. And so joy will be what the, the, the metta will be the doorway to joy. <coughs> and, um, and it's also the doorway to compassion, to, uh, to honesty. Give you a little example here of this. Uh, yesterday, at some point, at, at, at a few points here, when we were in the hall and later in my room, I became really aware that um, you know we're we're sitting here. You know how I mentioned yesterday that this is uh, unceded Algonquin ter- territory, and so in this, there's a lot of uh, ouch, huh? but the benevolent mind doesn't collapse or deny or fight back or just wow this is reality and this house here is uh, such an interesting situation we're in because if you look from the outside you'll see it's pretty much a colonial house you know it was the house of some I don't know the story I would have to check but I'm sure it's some lord or some something you know that and it's very majestic it's owning the river seems like you know a river that's been nourishing for people for you know ancient times you know <coughs> and so the you know it could be easily uh, the mind this mind could easily fall into guilt confusion fight denial explanation justification all this but the benevolent mind has this quality of being able to hold what is there Look at that. And now it's um, owned by the Oblates. So here we are doing a Buddhist practice. French speaker, <laughs> white cisgender male, French speaker, <coughs> teaching in English, an Asian practice uh, in a Christian setting where the Oblates. Uh, I would imagine with beautiful, beautiful intentions of bringing, you know, care and love, and this are probably part of all the hurt that's been done to the uh, people of the First Nations with the residential school in this. Wow. We are sitting right in the middle of the world with all its complexities and the mind that has developed benevolence, uh, calm, steadiness, care, honesty, will be able to hold this and continue to be engaged, not collapse, not aggress, you know, but stay tuned, listening, to see what will be the appropriate response, what's the right thing to say or not say or how to so that's how some of how I understand this uh, this uh, benevolence and it's also so this is dramatic it seems to uh, yeah invite courage and honesty and compassion care for this benevolence uh, becomes compassion when it meets what is difficult it becomes joy when it meets what is beautiful and but it also become tenderness maybe when it uh, meets something that is uh, delicate where there's wound or hurt 
And so, and so that, that is for the outside as well as for the inside. As we sit here and walk today and in the following days, there will be moments where suddenly there will be birds, I don't know, uh, uh, coolness, uh, beauty. Uh, and so uh, that's this quality of being able to be touched, sensitive to what's happening and be able to appreciate, be nourished by beauty. And in the same way, it's this capacity to, uh, to accompany when it's difficult inside one's mind or inside one's, I don't know, plate. <laughs> you know, like the capacity to stay connected, having or not having what we want, feeling or not feeling what we want. And so clearly, it's a practice. Huh? It's a practice. And so the classic way that I've learned to do this is to choose one person, self or another, uh, and wish, it, wish well to this person. And then, after I don't know how many years of practice like this, so there would be two things happening. Doing mindfulness practice or inside practice so when one kind of practice always with metta around a retreat of metta or a few hours of metta yeah, of this wishing well and uh, one day I went to do a retreat with uh, Sylvia Borstein and uh, it was a metta retreat so I thought okay the whole weekend first day we're going to do self second day or second afternoon we're going to do good friend I know the practice then we're going to go to neutral people and then we're going to go towards more difficult people and try to steady the wishes of well-being and Sylvia said um, something like let's just sit here and try to befriend the moment befriend <coughs> sounds if that's what's happening for you here or befriend sitting, the body sitting. Befriend tiredness, or befriend silence, or calm. Or befriend a heavy heart, if your heart is heavy. Or a broken heart, if your heart is broken. Or a light heart, if your heart is light. And if you can't find the heart, because it's kind of neutral, it's not standing out, can you remain here in a benevolent way? You know? And so I thought, oh, that's an interesting way to start the retreat. And so we did that for the first half day and day. And I think it was a week long. And at the end of the week, I, I was talking to her and I said, so is this um, Vipassana inside mindfulness retreat, as I understand it? Or like you call it the meta retreat. And she said, I don't see the difference. I actually don't see the difference. Mindfulness for me is to care for what's happening. And metta, loving-kindness, for me is to care about what's happening. At some point it will be a being, and you'll want to be able to care about them, but sometimes there's no being. Why drop the caring? You know, why? And so uh, there's a definitely switch in my practice. I've hardly ever done, done the sentences again after. So when I teach this retreat, when it's my turn to teach the metta retreat, been a number of years now, I never can make a choice. 
Am I going to teach the sentences that have been so helpful to me? Or am I going to not teach the sentences and, and explore with people? How am I going to guide? You know? And today, again, I'm facing this dilemma. Because <laughs> I would be sorry not to sh- talk about the other if I was to talk about one. You know? So what usually ends up happening is that both are offered we move through the whole retreat with both possibilities and you know when we do it the year after there's a wait list some people are coming back and when we've read the evaluation people are really happy about the retreat a lot of people are and there's always a few people who say I would have liked to not have the choice you know it it made it difficult for me do I do the sentences or not and so here is the most difficult thing you'll face this weekend. Do I do the sentences or not? <laughs> it's actually not really important. There's just techniques. It's just a way. But for a mind that is agitated and um, like it could be a perfect, you know, thing to la- latch, latch on to, you know, because whatever technique you decide, and you can move from one to the other. It's not going to be that easy all the time, you know. So it would be, uh, it would make maybe sense. Or one thing that could happen is like, oh, it's not working. I'm going to go to the other one. It's not working. Going to go to the other one. It's going to be challenging anyway to keep being caring all the time. You know, actually, it's not going to happen. But <laughs> still, we're going to aim for this. We're going to practice this. So I don't know if that can work. I mean, it's it's the best that I can come up with. I think at this point. So the practice, so two ways. One way that I find it's very, it's uh, I. I love Buddhist philosophy. I think it's rich. It's deep. It's uh, there's a, and I also love the technique. I'm really surprised. I've been practicing for more than 20 years. I'm still surprised at the technique. So this particular technique here is really intriguing to me. And for me, it works. And I find I, I would not have come up with this. So the idea is to just meet what is there and see if it can be allowed and known. What is there sometimes is agreeable you know, it's just, I don't know, like for me right now, maybe because I'm close to the windows, there's some freshness, something fresh, like it's a warm, I'm warm in my clothing, but there's a little freshness coming from the back. It's lovely. And so my practice would be to just appreciate this. My habitual way to do this would be like, ah, this is so nice, love it, my God, and I would like depart, you know, take, take the thing, like, take one moment of stimulation and leave. Wow, people don't have that experience. I don't know why. Oh, I love windows. I didn't know. You know. <laughs> Comments. Uh, describe. Describe somebody else. Oh, I was lovely. I had the best place. You know. I figure, like, project myself what I'll t- tell about the retreat. You know. And this, and now my practice, very simple, is to stay there. Stay there. 
but my whole system wants to go somewhere else. No, but let's prepare next week, you know, because it's fine. You're gonna, you know, but like, can we stay there? So there's a kind of a development of the staying power. So, so that's what I call metta is a quality of connection. It's just with the freshness of the air in my back or coming through. But later, it'll be somebody. Later, it'll be the thing I so desired to experience. Or later, it'll be the worst thing I can imagine happening. I'm developing, doing neuroplasticity in a way. I'm developing my capacity to remain in connection with what is happening. And if I stay here a few minutes, you know, of course this will fade and what will come to the foreground will be the knee. And so then my practice will be just to allow that experience to be there and see if I can stay steady. Allow for life to take a turn I don't want it to take. You know? We're not practicing becoming kind of a, what's the expression, a carpet that everybody can walk on. And, you know, it doesn't mean like we're going to let everything happen and never react. We're developing a particular skill of staying connected. I could easily undo my leg, and I can. And I invite you to do so if it becomes very intense. But if it's a little uncomfortable, discomfortable, I invite you, if you want to, to just see if you can stay there. Stay there, because often in our lives, as you know, we don't have the control over what's happening, you know, inwardly. You know, I would like to feel light, but I actually don't. I feel like shit, let's say, you know. And it's not a choice, so how am I going to survive this? So here we want to learn the capacity to accompany without falling into reactivity. And it's going to be messy. But staying here, staying here, although I, I don't know what, I want to disappear, I want to be somewhere else, can I actually stay here, stay here? And, uh, and that's what the Buddha, I mean, that would be one description of what the Buddha called freedom. The capacity to be in different circumstances present, fully there, you know. And what it means also to me is if I'm able to stay there and I don't collapse or grab or you know, depart in stories and I stay there, it means also that I'll have access to well, a deeper reading of what's happening and also uh, creativity, creative response. See, if I'm really there with what's happening, I've noticed in my life, and I've had that described like many times with practitioners, is that there's a kind of malleability, pliability, old Buddhist psychology these words are in there malleability, flexibility the capacity to actually be with something the mind instead of like uh, you know or it's not how it's supposed to be you know like oh how is it oh it's like this right now inside of me or in a relationship or in the world and so that's kind of the, the practice. Being just here like this with hands touching and being friendly with that. 
there's going to be many different ver- tonality of this, you know. Metta and unconditional love might sound to you like, ah, you know, but mostly I don't think that's what it is. It might become effusive, what, whatever the word would be here, you know. But mostly it's not that. It's 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 much more simple than that. It's uh, sometimes it appears to me just as uh, being uh, available. I almost want to say open, but open almost like could even look too big, you know, like I'm so open right now, you know. It's not it's not even that, it's just available, interested, able to be with. And so just being there with the hands touching and the sound, the local sounds we could say, a vent or a heating system might be challenging for some of us. And so one of the ways that could be helpful is to have a few sentences so then we use the thinking mind that would get wild into obsession or fascination or fantasy or planning, all these things it can do to kind of harness it in a way and give it a task and say, hey, please could you think of someone and just keep gently wishing them well. Very basic wishes of well-being. Happy, healthy, safe, well. Happy, may you be happy, may you be safe. Or uh, in French, You know, there's a kind of a heavy sen- sentence way to put it is Puis rêver to me. Puis tu être heureux. Mais que tu sois heureux. Que tu sois, que je sois en santé. Que je sois bien. So you would choose three, four sentences. You can debate about them for about a minute or two. Not the whole weekend. I need the perfect praise. <laughs> Our neurosis have ways to use anything. <laughs> so we can be reassuring. It's not really important. What's important is the steadiness again. In silence or in repeating the phrases is to not abandon and to go slowly and to pick up when we get lost or you know, in something and the sense is probably sometimes it's going to be easeful and sometimes the whole system will react and I want to be nice kind <coughs> kindness <laughs> of course because what we're doing is a, called a purification practice also. it means that when you invite this the whole schmutz can come up you know and it's like no you know and so with this, a lot of patience, a lot of allow- allowing to get lost. And, uh, so we don't want to force anything, and we don't want to abandon and be totally loose and habitual. You know? It's what we call the middle path. You know? So we're aiming, redirecting, starting over, trying to maintain, sustain, uh, steady, 
and uh, and then we what happens will happen. Could that work as a first few instructions? So maybe uh, uh, for this one we could uh, try both for a little while, uh, one after the other. So I'll guide this, and then you'll see for yourself what, uh, what uh, you enjoy. You can stretch, yes, if you want. In the practice um, of metta, <coughs> uh, you can always stand up if you're sitting down, you know, and practice standing up for a few seconds or minutes uh, and sit again. So you don't have to uh, worry about this. That's something you can do. It can release tension or if you're sleepy. So finding a posture that uh, you think you can be, uh, you can keep for maybe 20 minutes. And you're not stuck in this posture. You can adjust. We just don't want to fidget for ourselves because the mind won't be able to come down. Feeling the body for a moment here. Maybe we can even appreciate the body, all that it does for us. It might be achy or ill in some way, or you know, I don't know, aging or hurting. Still, it does so much for us. Taking a moment to appreciate this body sitting here in the heart, beating. strong and uh, fragile heart. And the lungs. Appreciating the lungs. Bring uh, nutriment, fresh air in every few seconds. And blood, blood moving about, busy feeding the cells. The digestive system at work to bring energy, fire.
immune system on, taking care bones, giving us structure, the muscles, helping movement, and the skin, protecting us. All these <coughs> things happening in a way on their own, in their own intelligence. sensitivity that is there, allowing us to experience the world, beauty, when it's there. May all the systems all the senses of this body be healthy may they heal if injured may there be well-being in this body this body, this being, be safe. This heart, this mind, be safe from inner dangers, from afflictive emotions. there be ease in this body and in this heart, mind. Staying here with this being, sitting here. See if you want to explore repeating a few simple sentences gently at your own rhythm. The classic sentences are, May I be safe. <coughs> May I be healthy. May I be happy. May I live with leave with live live sorry with ease. May I live with ease. See what you can remember or make up that is simple. And explore this 
in the next few minutes. It would only be natural that one would get lost in the habitual way, forget about uh, what was happening here, the intention. So when we discover that this has happened, we got lost, fascinated, obsessed. We notice this and we don't make any judgments about it. It's factual. Oh yeah, 
at last. Very simple. And we just see how we can pick up the practice again, discover that there is a body sitting here, a heart, mind, consciousness, conscious being sitting here. And we were just wishing them well. Very basic wish of well-being. May you be safe. May I be safe. However you want to express it. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May I live with ease. you can do that for another couple of minutes here. you can keep the sentences going but if you want to try it you could just drop the wording and just stay here with this body breathing feeling it being touched or touching the experience of the body breathing alive tingling be met with uh, kindness, friendliness, just care, care.
Okay, thank you. So the untrained uh, mind or heart, of course, will be, what is the word, unruly. <coughs> or, you know, um, it will go all over the place, react. Uh, and because we're practicing and developing something, it takes a little time, you know, <coughs> to, to, to uh, find actually the different tastes <coughs> of this. And so um, the mind maybe is much more used to... Uh, I don't know, proliferating on anything, you know, or being obsessed or planning, so it will want to go back to its known ways, you know, and, and so th- there's a need for a lot of patience here and uh, uh, kind of not giving up, you know, and not, and not uh, being hard on oneself. Um, the image that is used, you might have uh, heard it be- before, it might be useful for you, is the training of a little puppy, you know, uh, I don't know if you know that, know that, or experienced that, or if it's still true. Even <laughs> one time, I I I, um, I had the chance to have a little puppy from uh, um, a foundation uh, from Mira. It was going to be. A, uh, I was a foster home for a little dog that was going to be uh, uh, eventually working with uh, people with uh, um, blind people sight. Uh, problem and they told they told us when we got the little puppy they said you know the little puppy if you want it to sit you just lift the chin mm-hmm. and the little bump will go down you know mm-hmm. so the <laughs> puppy's like this and you lift the chin and the bump goes down you know and, they, and you say sit sit yeah that's it sit and the, and of course it would go like <laughs> right away you know and then you'll just lift the chin like this and it'll sit down you know <laughs> and then <laughs> and uh, you know, don't 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 get uh, discouraged. Don't get you know. Don't make a big thing out of it. Just keep going. It'll learn to sit. You know. And so uh, that was the technique. So sit, sit, and then we had the same kind of uh, training with the you know les besoins poops. <laughs> you know, poop. Yeah, you poop. You pooped in the street. Amazing. And so. So that's the kind of same uh, patience that is required here. Of course, it will, and it will, you know, it will manigancer, uh, it will uh, n- negotiate, you know, like, I'll do your meta. It just gives me 45 seconds to be miserable, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so can my, <laughs> or organize the rest of the year, you know. <laughs> or imagine something that's never going to happen, that would be horrible, you know. <laughs> and so, uh, so that's the that's the middle path. It's like, honey, yes, I know it would be so satisfying, you know, to go over this story again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna try it. It's it's limited time, you know. We just have a couple of days to ec- explore this. I think it's uh, it's worth it. And that's uh, then you know we'll create pathways in the brain, you know. That's what I'm told. We're doing, uh, and uh, and then it'll get uh, easier and easier. The technique is extremely simple: a few sentences, repeated. And uh, one way that it's presented is like planting seeds. So it's not like I'm not supposed to have the carrot right away. You know, it doesn't feel expensive, you know. 
loving no we're just planting seeds here it's just the right thing to do it's a noble wise thing to do right now with this mind body and time with time you know do this and uh, there's a beautiful story where Sharon Salzberg was one of the master around this she said you know sh- her teacher asked her to keep doing it and she's like no it doesn't work and then and I, like, please keep doing it to keep doing this she said one day I think she tells this story that one day she dropped a, a glass on the on the floor and it broke and she went down to pick it up and where she would usually as, uh, uh, habitually abuse herself like oh you dumb ass whatever <laughs> you know uh, you know, she, she said she heard herself uh, come down on the ground to, and said, careful, you know, there was something like this that kind of surprised her. That was a different inner field, you know, instead of it being a field of abuse or hopelessness or suddenly there was a field of care. And uh, so that's what we're developing. And it's, uh, it's, it's not so much like... Um, it's very uh, developmental, conditional. You know, if you do it, it will uh, bear fruit. <coughs> it's not so, yeah, everybody else, but not me, no. <laughs> it's not that personal. So if this is what you do, it's going to have an impact. This is just how it works. You know? and, uh, and so we can uh, rely on this. It's very simple, repeating three, four phrases establishing them, repeating them, knowing the meaning. It's not just empty talk, you know, it means something. There's a little intention, flavor, something we're sending, you know. And then we keep this going. And so now it takes the form of the walking meditation. And so uh, what I would suggest you do is uh, if you want to go outside, beautiful day, bundle up, and then just go walk, but not don't go on a walk like this. This is more at after the meal times. You know? During the block of practice of the morning or the afternoon, the invitation is to walk on a short distance back and forth. It's extremely simple. Many of you know the form. So let's say there's th- this tree or another tree or something and I, I just decide I'm going to walk from here to there. And it might be longer, double the length. And I'm just going to walk hands wherever you want them to be. (coughs) And for half of the session, which will turn out to be maybe half an hour, so for 15 minutes or 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 so, just play with the sentences to steady the mind. So, you know, may I be safe. So I've, I've done it for a long time, so for me, the way the form it, the form it takes is safe, happy, happy, ease. So I shorten the sentence a little bit. The sentence may I be safe, may I be helpful, may I be happy like this. And just see what happens. The turbulence, the ease, the whatever shows up. Just keep going. And if you want, after 15 minutes, drop the sentence and see if you can allow life to be met 
in a friendly way, benevolent way, compassionate way. If you know, if what's taking a walk with the being taking a walk is a being that is in turmoil, that is uh, you know afflicted, you know, then see if you can. Don't have to make anything up. It might be already there. So see if you can accompany this being as they walk. Just not abandoning them, blaming them, not trying to solve anything. We're not in solving. That's the steps before. We're not in solving. We're in accompanying. We're not in decision making here. Do I stay? Do I go? Do I? It's not like that. It's just I'm here and I'm attending to this broken heart. Or light heart. You know, wow. So much appreciation for space and lightness and cold. So that allow yourself to appreciate it. Don't have to push on anything, just sensitivity. <coughs> and it's very likely that for many of us it will be neutral. We, we won't be afflicted in an afflictive state or in uh, joy, and that would be confusing a little bit. Like, but I don't feel anything, I don't feel anything. Well, just keep paying attention. At some point you'll hear <coughs> the sound of the sparkling snow. It was there the whole time, but it was not apparent because the mind was a little lost, a little vague, you know. But it will come into focus. So maybe you'll feel the hands in the pocket. You'll see the light, you know, here. Uh, Woodpecker or something. Then allow this, allow contact to happen with reality. Call to be, whatever. Questions? Okay. So simple but very precise technique. You know, it's not. You know, it's there is some something quite precise to do. It's very simple. And yeah. Known to work in time. Okay, so enjoy the the walking, and at some point you'll hear a bell calling us back uh, here for a sitting. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.